So now we come to Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland is the former governor of New York, which would make him seem like one of the more corrupt presidents, um, because at this time, New York, as we can see, is just like the core of this machine. And it's both a Democratic Party machine in New York City, where it's all these immigrant groups who join Tammany Hall, which is like this basically cabal um, that decides all the elections inside New York City, but also on the New York state level, a lot of giant Republican um, corrupt deals and organizations. Grover Cleveland was the mayor of Buffalo. And uh, when he was the mayor of Buffalo, he became famous for just saying no to everyone. That's that's literally what made this is a guy who became famous because he was really good at saying no. And he would he would veto all sorts of things that the city council passed. And everybody who came to him and asked for a job, he's just like, no, no. And this made everyone believe that he was really honest. Um, Because at this time period, politicians are just like people who say yes to all sorts of bargains. And so Grover Cleveland's whole idea is I'm here to represent the people and therefore I have to say no to these things. And um, he ends up running against James Blaine, who is the guy who got deadlocked with Ulysses S. Grant. And Blaine is a total machine politician. So this election, after this whole series of like corruption situations, which like Ulysses S. Grant, um, his whole administration is ruined by corruption. Rutherford B. Hayes becomes president through corruption. You know, James Garfield gets shot because he refuses some sort of corruption. You know, Chester Arthur surprises everyone because he's not involved in corruption. So you can see how at this point people start being like, maybe the guy who just says no to everything should be president. And especially when he's running against the other really corrupt guy from the Republican Party. Um, And that frame makes it seem like Cleveland's totally going to win. Then there's a scandal right before the election or some couple months before the election where it turns out that he also fathered an illegitimate child. And Republicans march through the streets trying to like get power back for James Blaine, chanting, Ma, Ma, where's my pa? Gone to the White House, ha, ha, ha. And this is not the first American sex scandal. I think, uh, I think uh, Alexander Hamilton gets to have the first American sex scandal. Um, but this is an interesting, like all good political sex scandals, it's not about the sex. It's about the idea of honesty. And if Grover Cleveland is the guy who always says no because he's so honest, then why didn't he say no to this widow? He was not married to the woman that he had the child with, and that was the scandal. He himself was a bachelor. Um, Why is an interesting question, Um, but I haven't heard anything about him being gay. Um, And ultimately, there's this whole argument during that election where Democrats say, like, okay, maybe he's had this illegitimate child, um, but he's clearly really politically honest, and maybe James Blaine has been faithful or is like personally clean, but he's everybody knows he's really politically corrupt, and ultimately Cleveland wins on that argument. Um, and in office, he does exactly what he was elected to do. He vetoes more things than like the last 20 presidents combined. He just says no, 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 no to everything. Um, and... People like that, for the most part. Um, 
Why? That seems terrible. Because there's a sense that government spending is getting out of control. Congress spending is approaching this number, a billion dollars, which at the time seems insane to people. In part, it's getting to that point because the country is just getting big and wealthy enough. But in part, it's also, as I described, because the government is becoming pretty big, um, is being asked to handle a lot more things. Um, although at this point, it's not always clear exactly what government is providing you with um, because it's decided to be very laissez-faire on economics and pretty hands-off on social issues in the South. Wait, sorry, he was a Democrat, right? Yes, and probably the most notable thing here is that we're, this is our first Democrat since the Civil War to become president. The Democratic Party remains the party of the immigrant city political machines. And it's interesting, you can see that part of how Grover Cleveland gets elected is he's from that party, but he also has this reputation for being not corrupt. And even as city government is being controlled by really corrupt Democrats, the national government's been controlled by really corrupt Republicans. So corruption, clearly a theme of mm -hmm. the Gilded Age.